Good day, everyone. This is Engaging Life's Moments presents Dreams Start From In Here. This is your host, Eric L. Martin, and today we're going to be talking about what does it mean to actually dream. And not only that, just like what does it entail to dream? If you listen to my previous podcast, Dr. Quinn and the Fun Remnant, we talked about how Dr. Quinn went from not dreaming at all or not even caring about dreaming to finding this new found passion to dream. And with the dreams she now has, she's has now has raised over $44,000 through selling her jewelry to give to anti-human trafficking organizations. And talking with her, it was it was time. You know what? Let's go ahead and dive deep into what does it mean to dream. I also talked about how in talking with people, people say, "Well, I, I don't dream," or I, "I don't really I don't really dream at all." And what I want to be able to do is provide encouragement for you. I want to uh, want you to hear stories from people who have started a dream, who's working on the dream. And I also want to be able to begin talking about how how dreams can start. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything I get it dreaming can actually seem just like that the excitement of it sounds awesome have you ever had a dream but it's that process for some can be a bit daunting. Now there are those who dream all the time. Dreaming is something that they do, but then there are some who just don't dream at all. There are some due to their circumstances feel like, well, I don't need to dream I, I I don't have an opportunity to dream because of what I see in front of me doesn't take me to that place to where I can dream and I know that like whenever I would talk to people and I would ask the question hey what is your dream they seem to be like the little boy in the clip fumbling over words well I I don't know I I don't really dream I haven't really thought about dreaming I just don't know but fear not although dreaming for some can be daunting once you understand that it is not such a a really big thing to try and start 
But once you understand that it can start from something so small, a, a desire, I can really help put you on a different projection on, on how you perceive how you should dream. I believe that dreams are, are good. Dreams are gifts. I believe that dreams are given to inspire other people, to give hope to other people. Uh, it sharpens one's creativity. It, it even helps bring insight into the future. Like it, it helps you fulfill the, de the desires of your heart. So what I want to be able to do is kind of help you by bringing a few of my friends who've dealt with the issues of not dreaming, being afraid to dream, and what it looks like to dream all the time. Here we go. I am Denisha Jenkins, often known as Nina Jenkins. I am the founder and principal for Cardia Advisory Group. We are a spirit-driven diversity and inclusion um, consultancy here based in Austin, Texas. Jeff Jenkins here. Uh, I am the founder of ChubbyDiaries.com, which is an online platform for plus-size people. Um, we're a community that encourages and inspires plus-size people to see the world. My name is Candace Smith. I am the creator of the Suchy Much and the Pick Poor and Chat gatherings, as well as uh, the um, women's retreat that's coming up themed Brave Beauty. Now the question that I did ask was, have you ever been afraid to dream? And the importance of that question really boils down to this. I address issues of human trafficking, that's physical enslavement, but there's also that mental enslavement that prevents people from dreaming. Before we dive deeper into the story of Nina, Jeff, and Candace's dream, I want to introduce you to a friend, her name is Lorena Watson. She is a licensed counselor, and she will be addressing a little bit about her childhood trauma and how that prevented her from dreaming to now using her gifts to be able to help other people dream. Now, Lorena was gracious enough to take the interview while she was driving. And so you'll hear a little bit of rustle and bustle, but I guarantee you don't want to miss what she has to say and the continued stories from Nina, Jeff, and Candace. Now, I asked Lorena that question, have you ever been afraid to dream? and what it looked like from her childhood that really kind of pushed her from the essence of beginning of not dreaming to where she is now. You know, um, I grew up in a very abusive household um, where there was a lot of like, a lot of different kinds of abuses and a lot of, um, just sort of cultural things that would keep someone um, sort of like in a cycle of poverty, in a cycle of abuse, in a cycle of just being disadvantaged. And I remember being in high school and getting to a point where 
Uh, I was a straight A student. I was a student athlete. I was doing a lot of really good things. Um, but as a caretaker of a sick family member, my family didn't see the value in all of that. Um, they were very much like, no, we expect you to be home to cook, to clean, to, to tend to the household. And so for me, when it came to dreaming, I was like, I just want to survive this. Um, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, college would be nice. College would mean I could get out of here. But I really couldn't dream, think, I couldn't fathom anything beyond that because I was so stuck on like, well, this is my circumstance. I don't know what life even, is there life beyond my circumstance? And I remember, you know, having a series of, of different people come into my life, be it teachers or mentors who inspired dreams, who inspired like, hey, this is, how, this is what I see you being wired as. This is the person that I see you operating as. You should dream bigger than what you're dreaming of now. Um, and I remember being like, oh yes, I could absolutely be the CEO of XYZ company. I could absolutely, you know, be an engineer or, oh, you know, run my own businesses. Um, but that's not really possible. Speaking of CEO and running your own business, let's get back to Nina, Jeff, and Candace. Now, they were posed that same question, and the pursuit of their dreams and where fear comes in looks a little different for all three. Um, being afraid looks like um, talking myself out of a dream or a vision God has given me, like trying to disqualify myself in some sense. So that could be like, oh, I don't know enough, or um, maybe I heard it wrong or being overwhelmed by what I think is going to be a lot of work to make the dream and just like procrastinating because the responsibility of a dream, like cultivating a dream and seeing it through actualization comes with like a lot of perhaps sometimes hitting your head up against the wall because you don't know what to do with it or feeling like you don't, just feeling strapped for resources. Um, so I think when I'm afraid or fearful of dreaming, it's usually that stuff. It's not, ex I don't really expect it to just be an easy hurdle that just happens. I realize with dreams, there's work to be done and sometimes it seems pretty weighty, a lot to do. So that's usually when I'm fearful. For me, it, it, it came down to realizing that it was okay to dream. Um, I think about the story of Joseph in the Bible and how he was a dreamer and that story always stuck with me. I started realizing um, since I have been dreaming now that a lot of my roadblocks or a lot of my um, me getting in trouble, if you want to say bunny ears get in trouble, quote unquote, um, has come from me dreaming too big and and in my dreaming um just different people saying that oh uh we're not there yet stay in the present or like don't dream that big and i realized that was a hindrance to me personally um but then something hit me one day and i was wondering how some of my friends who are entrepreneurs and 
um, music artists, I wonder to myself, I was like, what's different from them compared to me? And um, I realized that they just took that step to, they had a dream and they wanted to act on that dream. So I realized I could do it too. And in that, it's a day-to-day battle. It's a roller coaster ride of conquering fears and living and having the guts to step or come face-to-face with my fears. No. I've always been a big uh, dreamer. The fear, I think, came in when it was uh, stepping out and trying to pursue that dream. But dreaming has never been an issue. Interesting, you said that you've never been afraid to dream, but only when you started walking in your dreaming, that's when fear came. Yes. What did that look like for you physically, mentally, emotionally? Um, so physically, dream-wise, anxiety. So when I was younger, I would suffer a lot of anxiety attacks. So every now and again, I'll get an anxiety attack and have to take a step back and reevaluate why I'm doing something that is not for likes or attention or approval or acceptance from people, which is something that I craved growing up. Now it's just so that I can help at least one person. So when I take a step back and reevaluate, then usually I'm fine. <laughs> but when I don't, and I get lost in promotion and marketing and shares and likes and all the stuff, that's when the fears kind of weigh in on me. Candace made a great point. Stepping back and reevaluating can really help you see things differently. And as a wife and a mother of two young boys, there's a lot that she has to contend with. And even the other two, Nina and Jeff, and even with Lorena, there are areas and opportunities that we either don't take because or we allow ourselves to kind of get caught up. And that takes us to our next point. And we will discuss that when we come back about giving yourself an opportunity to dream. We'll be right back. Did you know, for as little as $2 a month, you could become a Patreon patron of Engaging Life Moments Presents. That's right, only $2. Listen, I believe in the ability to tell a great story, especially of those who have survived, persevered, the dreamers, the heroes, the rescuers. But I need your help. The opportunity to tell these stories are springing up like crazy, but you can help. If you go to my website at engaginglifesmoments.com or patreon.com slash elifesmoments, you can sign up today. And yes, there are perks for signing up. Mainly you get to hear my voice, but yes, you will be rewarded with special content when you do. Again, visit my website at engaginglifesmoments.com, click on the Patreon button, or go to patreon.com slash elifesmoments. Thank you.
giving yourself an opportunity to dream can look like a myriad of different things. Whether it's taking a nap or whether it's meditating or whether it's self-care, whether it's having people speak into your life. Those are our opportunities and what you hear from my friends on kind of how they got to that point of ensuring that they have every opportunity to get to the point where they could dream and can continue to pursue that dream. Yes, I actually just did a self-care series this past month um, where I posted at least one thing per day that someone could do um, to to at least start self-care. Whether it was just taking a shower, which I really need to do right now, or <laughs> or reading a book, or writing something down that's been stuck in their head for a while, just small things or big things like taking a day trip or, you know, it depending on your capacity and where your finances are and time, um, I just wanted to give people the opportunity to grab from something because when you're exhausted trying to think about something or think about something to do is usually really difficult so if you can look at something and pull from it and say okay I'll do that I know that helps me so I wanted to help other people I have only left jobs when I felt like so uncomfortable that I couldn't be there anymore and so for this last position I was with um God had told me to leave oh and other people had been speaking to that and confirming that, but I was procrastinating, I was, I was um, fearful, and he clearly said to me at one point, I had until July 15th or things were gonna get real uncomfortable for me, and I didn't know what that meant. Um, but I had my husband, I had some other friends just telling me to leap, and when I announced that I was leaving, it became very clear what being uncomfortable was gonna be. So the people I've been working with um, were also leaving. I'm planning to leave. I had not told anybody. Um, There's a whole lot of things coming down the pipeline that just would have made me more stressed than I was, and I would not be doing what I loved. And so he just gave me, I mean, thankfully, God gave me the opportunity to an out. <laughs> like, and I just had to take it. Um, and I honestly, it has been the best decision ever. And I'm already seeing like the fruit or the, the blessing of being obedient um, because I would have stayed longer just out of that sense of being loyal people or, or other people's dreams or something I committed to, um, to the extent that it, uh, it cost me my dream, if you get what I'm saying. Like building someone else's dream versus building your own um, is a horrible place to be in. I, I, I'm getting emotional now just thinking about it. I've, I've kept myself from so many dreams. Um, I have this boldness now to where like, I can feel like I can do anything. Um, I don't want to do everything, but if there's something that I want to do, I should have not let fear hold me back. Like being a football player or a basketball player or astronaut, being the neuroscience scientist or doctor that I wanted to be um, back in the day, um, I regret not stepping into those because I was in fear that I wouldn't be able to do it or something like that.
my counseling specialty is in uh, developmental trauma. And a lot of times what happens with a lot of my clients, and even in my case, uh, and you see this throughout every single species of any living creature, whenever you're in danger or whenever you don't feel safe, there's something about your entire being that is then stressed. And so when you're stressed, you can't you can't engage in normal function. You can't um, you can't think past my next meal. You know my next hour. Um, whenever you are not in a safe space, the a lot of your faculties are not there. And I apologize if I sound scattered. I'm trying to figure this toll road out. Um, so one thing that I would always tell my clients, be it parents of children or even parents who have experienced their own trauma and it's affecting their parenting, one thing that I always tell them is that your safety needs to always be the first priority. The safety of you, the safety of your children, because at the end of the day, any mother who has undergone trauma cannot be a good, she can, but she can't be the best mother if she's not safe. Especially when, you know, the maternal instinct is to make sure my younger safe. And I always tell people that like, you need to have a space where you feel safe relationally, physically, emotionally, because until that need is met, everything else is, is fluff. You can't have, you know, dreams. You can't have ambitions. You could, but it seems hopeless, right? Like it seems unreachable it seems impossible but whenever there's safety you actually have the clarity of mind to think oh if I want to dream about this how can I make my dream a reality Where do your dreams start from? I believe that dreams start from the mind, from the heart, and from the gut. Now I remember growing up and I was always daydreaming all the time of thinking about something that either I've done or I can say differently or things that I've seen and well maybe I can change by doing this. The cool thing about when you're dreaming, especially at night or when you are asleep, it allows the subconscious mind to try and help you see what's happening, to kind of give you insight, to help you maybe correct what's happening. It Dreaming refreshes the mind, it refreshes the body. And if you're having trouble dreaming, then I can say that you are not alone. And there are also people who can help you. And I loved all of the stories and answers from Nina, Jeff, Candice, and Lorena. It's because dreaming looks different, whether it's you know, before not dreaming and now you're pursuing your dreams, to, hey, I dream all the time, but man, that process of the pursuit can seem a bit daunting. And I loved how each one said something different, whether it was Nina you know, needing that push to 
pursue her dreams or whether it was uh, Jeff talking about like seeing his other friends and knowing, well, if they're pursuing their dreams, then I can pursue mine too. Or whether it's Candace, you know, talking how important self-care actually is, realizing that you are important. And with Lorena, she talked about how you know, her circumstances put her in position to where she didn't dream. But then getting that that rest and finally see, yes, I can push past my circumstances to dream big. Now that fear of it and the opportunity of dreaming, that's just the first part. There are two more areas that I want to be able to get into. And a lot of it just deals with how do you push past those disappointments and how do you get in community to be able to dream big? I hope that this is an encouragement for you, an empowerment for you. And I hope that you are able to share this to inspire other people. And again, we're not done. This is just the first part. Stay tuned for the next podcast where we dive deeper. Talk to you later.